Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I welcome you again to this wonderful day, Tuesday, the 23rd day of February 2021. What a good God we serve. It's a privilege to be alive and well. Let's lift up our voices right now as we give him thanks for life. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this good life that you are giving to us today. That we are alive and well, we can see today. It means our life is good and there is great hope. So we have returned with gratitude to you this morning to say thank you. Thank you for what you have planned for our lives today. Thank you because this is the day you have made and you have loaded it with good for us. So divine health is good, we receive it. Favor is good, we receive it. Wisdom is good, we receive it. Above all, let your presence be our shield and our buckler. As we go everywhere today about our businesses, let your presence be with us. And return us, O Lord, with an open testimony. We ask that today, Lord, you grant each of us an encounter of a lifetime that will matter for our generations to come. We bless you, Holy Spirit. We ask again that this moment you will speak to our heart by your word and cause our lives to be outstanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' holy name, we have given thanks. Amen. My brothers and sisters, it's a privilege to see today. I welcome you again to this broadcast this morning as we continue our teaching series on our exhortation line caption, No Church Grows Without a People on the Go. No Church Grows Without a People on the Go. Amen. We opened up yesterday by saying, we serve the God of addition and multiplication. That is, God has the power to add to us daily, to multiply us at will. As long as we are praising Him, we are following His will. He has the power. He has the power to multiply this church overnight, or multiply your business overnight. Within a week, stories change. He has the power. You see, and I tell you the fact that the power of God is unlimited. The Bible says, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as you be saved. So God is able to add to us. And the word of God increased, and the more disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And the great kingdom of priests were obedient to the faith. So as the word of God increased, your life standard concerning the word of God increases. Addition because your portion, you enjoy restaurant about. But you see, God will not do this automatically because God is a God of covenant. He has what he has given to you and I to do and what he will do. We are in partnership with God because God is a responsible father. That's why you and I must plant and water before God can give an increase. That is, there must be an initiation from our part. It is what we plant and what we water that God will increase. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3 to 6, verse 6 to 8, sorry, the Bible says, I have planted Apollo's water, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything, neither he that watered, but God that gave the increase. Wow. Now verse 8. Now he that planted and he that watered are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. So your own labor is in direct proportion to your reward. Hallelujah. So it follows, therefore, that if you plant and you water or you do both, then your reward will be open for all. Your reward is a reflection of your labor. Praise God. Because God is a covenant-keeping God. And so what is planted? It's about reaching lost with the gospel of salvation. And what is about praying for them for their establishment in the faith. So that things will continue to go well. So how do I mean? As you reach to your neighbors, your colleagues, your friends and relatives about the word of God, the gospel of salvation, making sure that daily they are intact with God, their salvation is intact, and you pray for them, or they pray for you, 
I tell you the fact they are watering and we begin to see the God of increase at work in our lives. That's what God has intended for us to do. In Mark 16, verse 15 and 16, he said, and he said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. So as you minister to them, everyone that believes you and is baptized, he shall be saved. But he that believeth them shall be damned. That's what scripture says. And so what are we saying? The word we preach is the gospel. As we water the word by prayer, then God gives increase. Amen. So we have a part to play. And I tell you the truth, God will do that for you and I as we do our part in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly this morning, let's look at three quick things before we wrap up. Number one, God's house cannot be filled without his servants going out to compare people to come and be satisfied with the goodness of his house. God's house must be filled. That's his desire. But it cannot be until you and I go out and invite them. No church grows without the people on the go. The church is a living entity, but you and I must do our covenant right before the growth can be saved. In Luke 14 and verse 16 to 23, we saw how a noble great man made a supper and invited many, but they all began to give excuses. That is, those who feel they are qualified for the supper. But now they go out and bring men, go to the street, the highways, and the edges, go and bring them in. And they brought in, they say, What? The place is still no fit. He said, Okay, now go and compare them to anyone you see. Bring them in, that my house may be filled. God's house must be filled. That's why he created the house. God's kingdom must be filled. God is not a waster. For him to make an expanse of that great kingdom, it means that he has a plan for all to come in and all must come in because no one is expected to go to damnation. No one is expected to perish in hell. The spirit of God in us, the soul of our lives, must be able to get back to the owner, which is God himself. So that's why. The Bible says in Matthew 11, 28 to 29, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly at heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. So Jesus wants you to leave that pressure. He wants you to be free from that pain, from that hassle that is not giving you. Just that cycle of poverty, that cycle of torment that you are going through. He wants you to be free of them. He said, Come unto me. Come, all ye that labor. Young and old, male and female, native or foreign, wherever you are, educated or illiterate, wherever you are, come, come to Jesus. As long as you have breath in your nostrils, come to him. He will take away your burdens and he will give you rest. Rest is what man is made for because the seventh day of God on the earth was the first day of man. And that seventh day was God's day of rest. Man was created on the sixth day by God. And the Bible says, after God created man, it was evening and morning, the sixth day. So man woke up the second, seventh day, which became his own first day, but it was God's seventh day. So he met God resting. And God said, that's what I called you into. If you must enjoy my destiny, you might enjoy whatever I did for you, rest. Come into my work and rest. That's what Jesus said. Come unto me, though your labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. If you follow Jesus' pattern, the pattern laid out from scripture, it is rest you enjoy. You will do your work, why not? But ultimately, it will give you rest and refreshing roundabout. That's what he said. And in Psalm 65, verse 4, the Bible says, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy cause. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Hallelujah. So there is goodness in the house of God for everyone. And God said, You will be satisfied with it and even of thy holy temple. So come into church and enjoy the favor and blessing of God. Come and enjoy rest. 
No pressure, no tension is expected to be your portion. Come, that's what we we'll go out to tell them and let them come and enjoy the rest that Jesus has given to us. Amen. At the same time, no church grows without praying the God of increase to step in. So as we pray for people to come in, we now pray that the God of increase comes in. The God of increase, his name is Jesus the Christ. In Psalm 127, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says, Except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wicked but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. So everything without God is nothing. It amounts to nothing. It amounts to nothing. Jesus is one who will build his church. So we must call him in. He said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So if you don't bring Jesus into your efforts, into your labor, then you amount to nothing. That's what we're saying. So we must continually pray Jesus to come in and increase us, which is actually a sign that we're on the right path, which is actually a sign that we are aligning to his will. Until he increases us, our effort amounts to nothing. That's about saying, except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that built it. So let's call, continuously call him in, invite him in, pray God of increase to step in, and you see the increase. And I declare to you today that that church will grow, that your business will grow, your family will grow in the knowledge and the favor of God, and you will enjoy rest roundabout. So call God in. God is ever ready. He said, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If any man hears me, I open the voice. I come in. Call him in. He's ever ready to increase you, to grant you rest roundabout. That's in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. I stand at the door and knock. So God is knocking. It's not far. It's not fast. Many people think he's very, no, 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 he's close. Just call it, then you begin to see his manifestation upon your life, upon that your business, and particularly upon your church. And I tell you, this church, God will enlarge us and increase us on all sides in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Finally, this morning, please note that it takes us not being ashamed of the gospel to remain on the go. Any man that is ashamed of the gospel will not be on the go. And for what? Why will you actually be ashamed? Why should you be ashamed? Because the power of God unto salvation, Paul told us. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ, what we are talking about right now. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. Everyone that is not ashamed of the gospel will begin to enjoy the favor and the power of God in his life. Let's not be ashamed. Maybe your past life is not making you go to your neighborhood and then, but it is that thing you should just go because there will be obvious change for all to see. Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Jesus said in Mark chapter 8 and verse 38, Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall I, the Son of Man be ashamed when he come in the glory of his Father with his holy angels. So let's not be ashamed. It is honor, it is dignity, it is blessing, it is favorable. Let's not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us not. Because the gospel of Jesus Christ is favor to us all. Now you can even see the kind of way people dress they call it that the way tattered jeans tattered clothes or manner of, and yet they are not ashamed they look like many many mad men on the streets mad men and mad women people wear tattered clothes everywhere and yet they are not ashamed and you who is carrying the gospel of honor the gospel of salvation the gospel of jesus christ the gospel of eternal life you should not be ashamed because you have life you have worth everyone wants to look like you don't mind what they are trying to do in the bragging in the open. No, no, no. In their clothes, they know that they are hurting. So go out with the gospel. Don't be ashamed because ultimately your life will be a testimony to it. Amen. That's why the Bible enjoins us 
in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 13. Hebrews 13, 13. The Bible says, Let us go forth therefore unto him out without the camp, bearing his reproach. You may not see any good in your life right now. Continue to do it. Then you begin to see the favor of God land upon your life and destiny. Let us all go out. Let's not be ashamed. There is nothing in Christ to be ashamed of. In short, there is every blessing in Christ to be happy about, to be proud about. Amen. I mean, to, 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 to go and tell other people about it, to, to be joyful about it, because it is the blessings of the Lord upon your life that make it rich. So let's never be ashamed. It is time to go out and invite others, because no church grows without the people on the go. You and I are the people that must be on the go for the church of Jesus Christ to grow. And I tell you that this week, watch it, as you go out without being ashamed for Jesus Christ, Jesus will go all out for you and the whole world will see because it will decorate you with the favor. The Bible says, I will come in with him and I will serve with him and I will manifest myself to him. So Jesus will manifest himself to you by showing to the world that you are the man that chose to serve God and will decorate you with his blessings and favor in the name of Jesus Christ. That's your desired testimony and I tell you, between now and this weekend, God will do it for you in Jesus' name. And you will return with your open and undeniable testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. For now, go in peace. Be blessed of the Lord and be sanctified with the favor of God. You know what will happen to you today? Any man or woman you talked about Jesus Christ, they will hearken to your voice. And the Lord of hosts will draw them into you and you shall be a blessing. It will be recorded for you for favor and for a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's share the goodness now together in faith. Surely, God's goodness and message shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Peace. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. I receive and believe this prophetic verdict. Then expect turnaround to be your new identity from henceforth. The same shall be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.